and welcome to Sports on the Porch, recorded live and unedited in the Screenport studio, and here we are. Here we are. I feel like I really accomplished a lot in that opener. Did like, you? Were you? Did, did you just, do your taxes and balance your checkbook? Well, not and, just the the length of it, but just the triumphancy of it. it that's a word, right? Triumphancy. I well, it is now. It, it is. I just created it during that that's intro. Fantastic. Yeah. I like it. I like that. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to etch it. I give me a knife. I'm going to etch it right in the table here. Yeah. Triumphancy. C. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful evening, and it is now evening because the sun has gone down because uh, some technical issues. But you know what? I'm back. You are back. <laughs> Did you miss me? You composed the whole score for your return to the podcast. Well, I don't think You brought could... in this orchestra behind yeah, us. Yeah, well, they're you... getting eaten up by mosquitoes. Now, sorry, yeah. guys. And gals and it's wow that was just yeah. that was a lot well i wanted to make a splash i didn't compose that that wasn't me i don't want you to give i can't take credit for that that's mm. that's not mine but never heard it before have you never seen well it's a theme to a movie and and and, and it's a, actually an orchestral piece but um i mean I, H- hence the 79 people out here with instruments yeah sorry about your grass by the yeah, way that's fine yeah the, the risers were a bit much well we want to hear them yeah we want to hear them so all right. um all right what's the temp i i, I haven't done this in such a long time i, I forget the format Seventy three. Who knows at this hour? I mean, the this Wheaton is... Dumont needs proper introduction and it does. advertising. Um, when we were starting this podcast a mere two hours ago, it was seventy three degrees, and uh, that's Fahrenheit twenty three degrees Celsius. Now I have no idea. It's probably sixty nine yeah. degrees. All right. Uh, I don't know how to get this off because oh boy, uh, what's in your cup? Well, what's in my cup is a little Deadly Narrow was uh, from Balsam Lake Brewing. Oh. Lovely brewery. Um, I'm sure many of our Twin Cities listeners probably have cabins up in Balsam Lake. and uh, This doesn't are... come off. Sorry. Keep going. And uh, they're, they're familiar with the uh, Deadly Narrows IPA. It uh, comes in at uh, just a mere 9.9% ABV. Oh, whoa, whoa. You better drink slowly, my yeah. friend. Don't worry about that. Jeez Louise. Um, but Balsam Lake Brewing, if you haven't been there, highly recommend it. Nice nah. spot. Uh, Sit on the lake? a little market. No, it's downtown Balsam Lake. Oh. Which is a sweet little town, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I used to work there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think all the cool things came in when you mm. left town. I, my guess is you're right, because um, they got to replace the cool thing that left. Huh? Huh? Yeah, it's a nice if light, we though. wait long enough, we'll hear the crickets. Oh, they're out there. They're mm-hmm. out there. Uh, mm-hmm. and can't really pick them up with this new audio system, there. so we'll figure so it out. So what's in your can? Well, it's a, it's a Kolsch. Yeah. Uh, laser loon. You know how I have an affinity for loons. Lot, lots of loons in your life. I'm a lunicorn. Yeah. Um, it's from Inbound Brewery, uh, right? Out of Minneapolis. Out of Minneapolis, yeah. Uh, and this is delicious, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, it's, this... I, I chose that beer just for you because it's state fair time, Matt, and I know how much you enjoy. What's the Thoroughly state enjoy. fair Never been in the last Mm, 17 hours. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, This is a light and easy easy flavors with a crisp hop balance. Although Mm. I don't taste much hop. Uh, It's Sweet Loon calls call signs pew pew. I don't know what that means. Pew pew. Like the siren. It's a laser loon. Minnesota's. That's the sound that lasers. I think that's what they sound like. Well, not when they're shooting their lasers. Maybe. But... Probably not. Do they have lasers? Oh, dude, that, cool. that, that's the laser loon. Oh, the laser loon. Oh, I see out of the eyes because their eyes are red. Yeah. Kind of creepy. Uh-huh. Kind of creepy. All right. So what's going on in the world of sports today? Is there anything? That, 
Did Minnesota uh, fold all of its franchises? Not yet. Well, the Twins are in first place. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Twins are in first place. But does it matter? Mm-hmm. Does it matter? Yes, because no. getting home field advantage for the first round of the playoffs. Will they get we, that, though? As, yeah, as we, as we covered in, in the, the last podcast that Nathan and I did two weeks ago, uh, they will get this first series at home, and they'll win a game. So we can break that 19-year streak. So there's well, that. Well, okay. So, but they won't win the series. Who's Who are we? We're, we're approaching. We don't know. It's, a, it's a month away. All right, but we're... We are a month away, which is shorter than two months away, mm-hmm. if I do my math right. It's um, good math. Yeah, thank you. Um, who are we projected? If the playoffs started today, which they don't. Don't know. You don't know? You don't know. know. I thought you were my elite sports mind. I'm going to say that we'll play the Mariners. Ooh, I wouldn't yeah. mind playing the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably will lose because we don't win against good teams. Well, the good news is... The Yankees are the worst team in the East. The last time I checked. The worst team in first place or the worst team? like Worst team in their division. So they're not going to make the playoffs. Yes. So we can't lose to the Yankees at least. Well, at least there's well, that. Well, let me, I better check. Yeah, you better out. check. The, yeah, this is, this sounds way too good to be yeah, true. I, we better what fantasy this. world are you living in? Are you drunk already? No. Uh, I'm pretty on. sure you are. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Yankees are 64 and 68. They are not going to. Not gonna, not, not gonna beat the Twins in the first round anymore, this year, at least. Anyways, yeah. all right. Well, I, you know what, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the, the Mariners, although in first place in the West, will finish in third there, and uh, the West is pretty solid. So, all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll. Uh, so the Twins, uh, Buxton, is he gonna play? I mean, is he gonna? He'll be bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think at this point you're winning ish without them, or without him. You're scoring runs without him. Right, but so let's put him in center and cross your fingers, your other fingers, your toes, your other toes, that he stays healthy, plays solid defense in center, and is productive hitting. Oh, I can tell you, he's not going to stay healthy. No, I know that, but at this point, who cares? Because right, we're winning without yeah, it. Yeah, just yeah. if you can have him be the elite difference maker that comes riding on a unhealthy horse into Target Field and somehow is you clad him in armor. Yeah, well, and he still moves fluid. Yeah, but okay. So here's the here's the deal, though, is that he is. Uh, he's what a, one of our highest paid players right now. Sure, one of yeah, one of, and um, he's you know doesn't matter how much money they make right now. That's, this this is not the off season. This is yeah. the we're playing games to win the games. Well, okay, especially I mean, in, in playoffs. So get him on the field to yeah. help us lose in the first round of the playoffs. Okay, so now we got that covered. There's our twins. Uh, but but I will say uh, I want to spend a little time on on the um, uh, Royce Lewis back to back days with Grand Slams. Yeah, he's got three Grand Slams in his young career, and he is tied, I think, for the third most Grand Slams in a Twins career already. Right, but Royce has also had some injury issues early oh, on. Oh, for sure, but, a ton. Um, so, again, I, I, and I like his production. I love his production. I think he's a great player. Um, but th- this is my worry, is that we are going to run through September. Now we'll get September call-ups, right? We'll get some extra help Well, I bit. think that what we get back is some of these veterans. We already have the young guys up Yeah, here. that's right. So bring back Tory Hunter or whatever. And I don't think he, Ken Herbeck. He could pick up a bat. Uh, did you know that Kent Herbeck's first uh, at bat in the major leagues was a home run? I did know yeah. that. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, Twins historian I am. You are a Twins historian. Um, so uh, you know how about that? Yeah. You know? I probably could name as many players from the '87 and '91. And twenty twenty three twins, like all those numbers, I'm pretty sure would be the same. Really, well, that's pretty good. Um, 
87 and 91 Twins, of course, for those of you who are younger and don't remember, they won the World Series mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. So uh, we some of us remember that, and there are some of us out there who probably don't, mm-hmm. uh, but you and I do. Um, so, Royce, you know, Thank again... Thank God that's about all we have. I guess my point is is that we we have these players that are... You know they're showing up and they're and they're we're we we do we are winning more games than we're losing. We're right scoring now. a run more per game than we were pre All Star break, right? Post All Star break, and the the pitching is worse. So if we can somehow get the pitching back to what it was uh, the first half of the year, get some of these veterans back healthy um, for as long as we have them, and if the young guys keep swinging the bats like they are, but let's go. I mean, that that sounds like the recipe for one or two wins in the playoffs, and that's that's all we really care about right now. Is yeah, we're not even gonna baby s- steps. We're not even going to say a word that begins with C. Yeah, no, no, just we're not just, even going to say it. We're, we're, we're going to say a game. Yeah, that's all we want. Just, just one game. game. You know, like every other good coach says. One game at a time. Yeah. And just give me 85 wins on the season. That's all I want, baby. Just 85 wins. I think you predicted 100 wins, but, I mean. I do that every year for the Twins. Yeah. Maybe you should stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No. So It's the, a full moon. It, it is a full moon. You That's, should see that. It's majestic. I, I, I'll look at it later. Do I have to look at it now? The I mean, whole I'm, orchestra staring at it. Yeah, well, they're because they're kind of done for the evening. I mean, they, they want hey. us... You see this moon over here? It's over here. Where is it? It's over here. Yeah, that's great for the podcast. Yeah, well... Nobody knows where you're pointing. It, it, nobody can see the moon, yeah, right? If you look out your window... Well, if you're, you we're not live, I suppose. Yeah. We should go live at some point. We should. I don't know if that's possible. I don't Maybe know how Maybe from to do the that. State Fair. How many hours has it been since you've been to the State Fair? Uh, Minnesota State Fair, man. It's been, uh, I don't know, 72 yeah, I was wondering what those shakes were from. Yeah. Um, you going in the morning? Yeah. Okay. Right away. Yeah. Right away. <laughs> this skin th- is getting really red and itchy and irritated. Why do you think I want to Why do you think I want to get this done with? Are we so done now? Jones in Shortest for the podcast video. ever. Let's go. Um, well, okay. So, Twins coming up we're, let's not count series. Uh, let's just hope that they play well in September. Uh, the dog hopes they do too. I don't know. They probably can't hear it on this new system, so we'll see. Uh, hopefully, get the the old system back up and running. Why, when the new is maybe better? We it's don't not. know. We because you can't wear headphones because it's delayed. I don't know that the listeners care. I care, um, and that's all that matters between you and I. You do look really goofy wearing headphones on your eyes instead of your ears, I'd, but I suppose it does the same thing Yeah, you well, at this point. I, this way yeah. I don't have to look at you. Um, <laughs> oh, that's the reason, yeah. you jerk. No wonder you couldn't see the full moon. <laughs> well, I thought you were talking about some other type of full moon, if you know what I mean. And I think you do. Um, anyway, so we also have... Hold on. What? Do you want to talk more, twins? Jesus. No. We lost Bob Barker. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> I saw a funny meme today. You know, memes come out mm-hmm. uh, whenever, even in somebody's passing, and mm-hmm. and, I, and I thought it was a little funny, is that Bob Barker kept it at 99, got as close as he could without going over a dollar. Well done, Bob. Well done. Uh, cheers, Bob. Cheers to Bob. Uh, Bob Barker was a fantastic man and involved in sports in a way. Uh, he starred in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And is... well, just the, his uh, philanthropic nature. Easy for you to yeah, say. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, just just well, a, a man of the, the animals, yep. of the peoples. Make sure you spay and neuter your pets. Yeah. Uh, Somebody needs to carry that torch. Is that going to be your torch at the end of the podcast? I think Drew Carey is doing it, but um, probably... Yeah, probably our platform's a little bit bigger at yeah, this point. Yeah, I would say. So make sure you spay and neuter your pets and uh, your uh, adversarial spouse. Um, I mean... What? But, oh. no, no. No? This is this this took a... T- Terrible turn. You don't Bad like that? idea. That no. was not good? No. All right. Well, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll just spay and neuter your pets. Okay. Um, and if, if you got cows or something, 
do that too. What? what? Why do you keep saying things after? <laughs> Just your pets and then be done. You don't need to add anything oh, to it. Oh, 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 okay. So spay and neuter your pets and your chinchillas. Thank you. Yeah. Well, as long as the chinchillas are your pets, fine. Or wild ones. Yeah. Um, so can we talk gopher football? You know, I heard from a little birdie that the gophers, the football team, is mm-hmm. playing a game tomorrow. Yeah. Wait. Do they not understand that the state fair is on tomorrow? Well, I think it's at Huntington Bank Stadium, and so you can get to the state fair at 7 a.m. You have a solid 11 and a half hours before you would need to leave to get to Huntington Bank for kickoff. For the game. For the game. Is 11 and a half hours enough for you, man? Well, I don't know. I don't know. You know? There's a lot to see at the fair, a lot to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, great foods, uh, great entertainment. Pe- people watching is oh, fantastic. Uh, you ever play State Fair Bingo? No. 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 State Fair Bingo is you you download or, or print off, if you want, a sheet mm-hmm. that has all different types of things to see mm-hmm. at the State Fair that aren't normal exhibits. Fanny packs? Fanny packs, uh, shirtless people. Um, Shirtless throwing... people wearing fanny packs. Ooh, that'd be a tough one, but I think it's out there. Okay. Um, but that's maybe a more advanced level of uh, <laughs> so, yeah. safer bingo. Well, that's the it's, yeah. it's, it's it's kind of the blackout version or the coverall. Yeah. Yeah. So, or... myself growing up very close to the state fair, I mm-hmm. I, I tend to be a state fair um, aficionado. Expert, aficionado. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am planning to write a book, I'm announcing it now here on the podcast, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the requirements and, and what's needed to go to the state fair. Um, I believe that a rule should be passed that if it's your first time at the state fair, okay. you're not allowed to go by yourself. You need to go with somebody who has been to the state fair before, you within need to the be last five years. supervised by an experienced state fair goer. That's correct. Or is it state fair Ian? You know, I think both would be acceptable, but State Fair Goer is is my preference. Because mm-hmm. uh, you go to the State Fair, so State Fair Goer. Mm-hmm. Uh, State Fairian sounds like um, something totally different. Would it be an elder State Fairian? Fairian? Maybe, maybe, but then that indicates that maybe yeah. you're old, and, and I don't want just old people. Because there, there, there is, um, so there's an etiquette to the State Fair. And, and I don't. I mean etiquette in the loosest possible way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a way to walk in the fair, mm-hmm. and there is a way to um, treat people and 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 just communicate in general mm-hmm. at the state fair. Mm-hmm. Um, stopping in the middle of an uh, of an aisle in a building, it's not acceptable to sit there and chit chat about something that is not. About what you are... See, the people think the state fair is much like shopping at Walmart. Correct. Yeah. And if you're it's in the... Not. Obviously, if you're in the creative arts building, you're not going to see any of that kind of stuff at Walmart. So, don't stop in the middle. Don't think that you need to sit there and chit-chat about your plans on Saturday when it's mm-hmm. clearly Thursday. And you can chat offline. You can chat away from the fair. I, if I may... I feel like this last three and a half minutes of the State Fair digression is much like stopping in the middle of the aisle of a Sports on the Porch podcast. Yeah, but I don't know much about gophers, so I'm talking about the State Fair. So, so we got the gophers at Nebraska, Matt. At Nebraska, so they're not no, even no, here. No, they're, no, no. Jeez, we've got, how, we've got I no, can't get to Nebraska sorry, by we've then. We've got the Cornhuskers coming here. Oh, they're coming here. They're coming here. Maybe they went to the State Fair today or, or tomorrow Ooh. morning. They're fat. Um, Get some cheese curds, load them oh, down. Oh, yeah. the full foot long corn dogs. Strategery. No, yep. they're almost a foot long. There are no such things as a foot long. They're almost a foot long. But I bet you get a ruler. I bet you they're bigger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring a ruler tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Why don't you lay three of them out and see if you get a yard? Ooh, I like what you did there because mm-hmm. you're kind of using. Maybe if I lay three of them out, I get a meter. Huh? Huh? one yards? I, I don't know. What, yeah, I no, I've, do, I don't I've know recently been to Canada, so I know. 
<laughs> do they? You have to take a test. I, I don't know. I've. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, you, you would you would no. know a lot about uh, what how it what it takes to get into, into Canada. Canada. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's probably another, just yeah. You may as well not even be allowed. That's an offline to, story yeah. for studio time. Um, but anyway, so anyway, the Nebraska, the, Nebraska coming to Huntington Bank. They uh, take gophers, a bus or they fly. They fly. Okay. Uh, gophers are a touchdown favorite, and this is going to be an interesting game because the Gophers have not only acquired a number of new fresh faces through the the transfer portal sure but they've also lost some so we're, we're gonna see we we lost a number of players on defense uh just through graduation but we we lost some in the transfer portal we've added some um we did go and get a couple of solid receivers uh out of the transfer portal in uh, a senior, a junior. Uh, no, one of them is a sophomore. I think one sophomore, one senior. Um, and it it really kind of comes back to this could be a new gopher identity that we see. And we we all thought that we kind of slung the ball around when we had Bateman and Tyler Johnson. We didn't pass that many more times right. in that year. We're just that much better at it and that much more efficient. Where I think now we might see more of a 50-50 to the Gophers passing a little bit more than 50% of the time, which is not what P.J. Fleck, even though he was a wide receiver right, um, growing up and through college, you'd think he would want to sling the ball a little bit, but he's not. He is super conservative on offense. But I think we're going to see um, the Gophers open it up a little bit more. And uh, Ethan Kelly McManus is uh, the redshirted sophomore, um, is is not just going to this year sling the ball, but each progressive year. This Gopher team, um, provided he, Kelly McManus, that is, is... takes these the the proper steps we're going to see a more open offense from the gophers and we're going to attack we're going to try to put up points and the nice thing is if things don't go right in a certain game maybe we don't uh escape from it and and just kind of bottle things up and run the ball like we have in the past um, the Gophers have a pretty good defense, even with the players that we lost from graduation that that have transferred. We got a couple new guys in, but we got a lot of homegrown talent on that defensive side of the ball. Uh, Joe Rossi is going to lead that defense to uh, another top. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say top three defense in the Big Ten, and that's that's pretty big words there um to be top three in the big 10 on defense but i think that the gophers have it in them and that needs to be uh certainly our calling card and then we're gonna surprise teams with um some some explosive plays that that they haven't seen uh usually we just kind of grind it out run the football um but that that's not going to be the case we're not we don't have mo ibrahim to carry the ball 47 times in a game um we've got a a a new uh transfer portal running back probably we we just don't know what that running back room looks like trey potts left uh us uh in the transfer portal so I, I think that the running game is a bit of an unknown, but this passing game I think is going to be where PJ wants to uh, do something new, and um, it's going to be kind of um, a kind of an uncomfortable conversation. I, yeah, and I I think this is going to be an interesting season to watch, just because it is all it, there is a lot of newness to it. Um, you know, I. I you know me. I, I was not a big PJ Fleck. I was not. I did not. You weren't carry an oar. Flecknatized. I, I I didn't row the boat for him. Uh, but I have now uh, turned. You know. I think maybe even that Penn State game that we went to mm-hmm. uh, was probably a, a big turning point for me. Yeah. And I'll tell you that he he finds a way. And like you said, there maybe he 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 adjusts the offense mm-hmm. in a way that uh, better fits the players that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially losing some of those running backs, yep. and um, it'll be interesting to see the defense. Now, 
defense was pretty decent last year. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been it's been good. Joe Rossi's a hell of a defensive coordinator, right. so I'm I'm just a I'm gonna hang my hat on that. Okay, e- even though we have some unknowns here, um, but, I, and I, college players college players tend to I don't want to say well okay they develop a little quicker. So if they need adjustments, if they need to make some. If they need to get better at their position, I think they do it faster than professionals do. They're just a little bit more malleable to the system where after, you know, call it three, four years of college football, you kind of are who you are uh, a little bit more than coming from from high school to college, right? I would agree because... It's that's your biggest jump, right? You're you're going from high school to college, huge jump in 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 um, style of play, in talent of players, mm-hmm. uh, and then college. Depending on the college you're at, now some would argue that there is no college program out there that's as good or better than the current professional league uh, in the NFL. I think even by the worst team. Some you mean everyone. But, well, there there are some that would say that you know you get the best Nick Saban team from Alabama, and put them up against the worst NFL team of that year, and maybe. But I I, I don't and I don't agree with that. I don't think. Okay, good because I, I was I you're was walk out running to my betting window and yeah. If this game ever occurs, it, it, I am well, going it, to put everything on the yeah because there team. has never been a college team. So what would you just a guess? I know you probably don't know the answer to this, but what would you say that is the in in a single year? Mm-hmm. What is the most that a college team has lost to the draft, and they've all been drafted? Would you put that number at what seven, ten? Oh no, some of these Alabama teams, shit, they've lost seven players in the first round. Oh really? To well, the draft. All right, yeah. so twenty. I, but the, I just, I think the part of the difference between college and pros is just you get some of that man strength. And right. I, I think if you take the worst professional team, they are just that much bigger and can manhandle and control a game against the best college team. Right. It's, it, it, it takes. Would the, would the college team ooh. make. They'd score. They would, okay. They'd score. But the professional team would probably you, score at will. Your your worst 0-16 Lions team, okay, would be the best Alabama national championship team mm-hmm. in the last 10 years. Pick whatever one you want. That score would be like 31-13. Wow. I, I'm actually surprised that you would give the Alabama team – 13 points, and that you would limit it to 31. Yeah. yeah. You think they take it easy on them? Because I think they scored 31 in the first half. Anyway, this is all hypothetical, and we're getting off topic. I That's my fault, because you know me. I If I don't know something about something, I, I talk about something else. So, back, <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to your Gophers discussion. So Prediction for the game? Yeah, that's, it's Nebraska that's what I coming wanted to get to. Um, I like the Gophers in this one. Um, oh, it, you do? Yeah, surprising. Um, it, and, and I did a little research uh, on this, and a lot of people have the the Matt Rule, um, who was uh, head coach in the NFL most most recently, um, solid coach and and really good college coach, and he's covered a, a ton of games that that his teams have been under. Um, but I think that the Gophers are the better team, the the more cohesive unit at this point. And I'm going to take the Gophers 24-13. So I got the Gophers oh. by 11. Right. Um, the Gophers cover in this one, and um, we get a feel for the, this Gopher team coming out of the Big Ten West, and they're going to come out pretty hot. Uh, the, the second half of the schedule gets kind of tough for them. But uh, this is another bowl-bound team uh, that should be in the conversation as a Big Ten West uh, leader uh, at the end. And 
we've never gotten there uh, under P.J. Fleck. We had a couple close calls that we probably should have been Big Ten West champions, but we've fallen apart at the end. Um, so I'm hopeful that uh, this this is the year where we surprise. Mm-hmm. And I, I think just like you catching that bug out of the air might be how P.J. Fleck grasps the Big Ten West. Wow. That, it was right in front of your face, and I wanted to be dramatic. So uh, there you have it. So, okay. Um, I, I'd love to see that run. Uh, that would be... That'd be a lot of fun as a as a Gopher fan. And We've I think had a lot of fun with our Gopher. We runs. have uh, PJ, and and again, I I don't mean to you know jump on that bandwagon, but because I'm already there. But um, I think PJ has been a big part of that. He he's obviously uh, got some knowledge well, in there. There's just so much stability, right? Yeah, yeah. and but that's I think what that's what a college yeah. team needs. Yeah, especially in recruitment, you know, to mm-hmm. to try to keep players. So. Um, Anything else you want to talk about tonight, Matt? Well, you know, the the, the preseason's been lost. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings have lost the preseason. And Have uh, we ever won a preseason game under Kevin O'Connor? Well, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. I don't think so. Well, uh, but he's only been there, what, eight, two, two years? Two years, yeah. yeah. So, but never plays a starter uh, or any mm. decent starters. Um, we you Since you and I... Uh, 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 Last talked, um, Dalvin Cook was still on the team. Uh, I think since you and Has I... Has it been that long? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say that even Adam Thielen was still on the team. No, you're just talking... No. No, a bit too, since the last podcast no, that, that I was on? No, that happened a long time ago. You're crazy. I don't think so. Um, no, you're crazy. I think a lot of people think that Adam Thielen's departure is just a huge uh, downfall for the Minnesota Vikings, although... I do agree that Adam Thielen is a great third-down receiver. He's he's a guy that you can throw it to, and you know he's. But his production really dropped off last year, and I think he even had lost a step, and probably is losing additional steps as he's getting older, uh, getting more banged up. Uh, we know that after watching quarterback, which you and Nathan talked about, um, we know how much of a toll a season takes on you yeah uh, and, and and we're talking about quarterbacks and not in receivers who are hit every play yeah i think that the drafting of jordan addison is an upgrade over thielen at this well, point so I, I don't I, disagree I, I yeah i agree with that 100 percent. but thielen was let go before we even knew we were getting addison yeah thielen and we was, we've talked since the nfl draft man i don't know i don't know, I don't know what you're talking about um, but, um, what me, uh, who, who, who would it do? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Delvin Cook, though, I think he might be right on Yeah, that. I am so right we know about that D- one. D- Delvin is with the Jets now, officially. Yeah, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, uh, Madison is the number one back. Uh, we've got Ty Chandler as the number two, uh, freshly signed from, uh, after his release from the Miami Dolphins. We have Miles Gaskins. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm fine with that. I, I think Chandler is a player. I, 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 I don't, do. I think Madison is going to actually be... Uh, Madison is going to be 80, 80% Delvin Cook. Yeah. And when Delvin has been injured and Madison has, has stepped in, um, he's performed very well. I just don't think that he has that um, 17 games of better-than-Delvin performance. No. I, he has the one-off um, where he starts yeah. that's that's as good but as... But Delvin's uh, production was also falling back. Somewhat, but he's he had some pretty explosive plays last year. Yeah, and you're, yeah, not but, gonna, you're not going to get those explosive plays from Madison. He will get caught from behind on those open field runs. You know who won't get caught from behind? Who Chandler. He will not. He's uh, one of the he's, fastest he's, running backs in the NA, NFL. Well, and the NHL. Uh, probably the fastest running back in the NHL, for I, sure. By far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that the Vikings are going to hang their hat on the second season with O'Connell, with Cousins, Jefferson in that system. You add Addison. KJ. Uh, KJ. I love KJ. 
Um, I think... we, we'll 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 touch on KJ um, uh, next next topic on the podcast here, and Hawkinson a full year uh, or a full off season on yeah. Hawkinson. Yeah. So I think that you have three players that are all in camp all together and all looking for new contracts or contract extensions in Kirk, Justin Jefferson, and yeah. TJ Hawkinson. They're all super motivated to get paid. You have O'Connell, who is a pass-first coach. I think things are setting up very well for the passing game for the Vikings. And we're going to put some big points up on the board, partially because the defense might suck real bad, and we got to come from behind. I and, think I think with a new coordinator points. though I think it, I, I the here's the thing is I think we had better talent last year I think we'll have a better scheme and a better defensive approach this year under Brian Flores and I think we misused the talent like I do too a lot. but I we misused our talent yeah, last year but when you lose the the centerpiece of your defense in Kendricks when Harrison Smith gets a a year older, you lose um, Patrick Peterson on the back end, who made some big plays for you. Uh, there were some fortuitous things that that came about for the Vikings defense last year. Hey, Duke, uh, Duke is uh, was cut, so we could bring him back. Who that? Duke, Duke Shelley. Oh, big Duke Shelley guy! I did not know this. Yeah, he was cut um, from wherever he went. And yeah, he needs to come back. He's available. He is. Well, uh, but why like, did he get cut? I don't know how he got cut and how he's not a starting cornerback on the Vikings. I, I mean, you can I, look it up. I, yeah. I, I that's I, I, that's what I heard through the grapevine through my contacts. Yeah. So. Yeah, Duke Shelley would be a a starting cornerback by the end of the year again if he were with the Vikings. So well, I mean, we should him pick him up, bring him back. I love it. He knows the scheme. Well, he doesn't know this new scheme, but I, you know, he's familiar with the players. Guy. Smart guy. Yeah. Bring him in. And if he's not on an NFL roster by the start of the year, let's bring him on the podcast. Oh, for sure. I think he. Uh, well, I'll reach out to to him. I don't deal with his agent because uh, I just deal with him. Yeah, that, that's We're, perfect. We yeah. talk in text more yeah. than people know. So more to come next week on our NFL preview. Right, but um, let's talk about KJ for just a yeah, second. Just, just is that? Or, did you mean on the next podcast or no, on this podcast? We're gonna dovetail. He's into, a number two, right? For solid number two. No, he's kind of your Whoa. number three. Whoa, who's our number two? Addison, first round pick. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. KJ, KJ knows the system. KJ, yeah. KJ to me, I think he gets open. And he started showing up more at the end of the season. Oh, for sure he did. He's a stud, and and there's probably not a bigger fan of of KJ. Ooh, in at least the seven county metro area. I don't know. As, I'm, I'm a big I, fan as well. Um, I, ooh, I, yeah, I, okay. Um, he and Addison can be Flip-flop. two two A and two B. That's All fine. Right. Who's running out of the slot? Who's running out of the outside? That's fine. I think uh, KJ out of the slot makes more sense. He's a better blocker. Runs KJ's a little bigger, um, right? Bigger. Or I mean, uh, a little bit thicker. Yeah. Um, uh, Addison is a little bit more slight, but uh, probably has a little bit more of a, a quickness and a burst right. to uh, get around a press coverage on the outside. So I, I'm good with Addison on the outside. And he has elite uh, ball skills, which I, I don't think that that KJ has quite the ball skills that, that Addison has when the ball's in the air. But KJ is get-the-ball-in-his-hands guy. Right. And he makes things happen. He makes big plays. You think about what he's done over the last few years and how many key plays that he's made, either game-winning, kind of walk off the field, uh, all of the, the Carolina Panther game yeah. a, a couple years ago, or sparking the Colts um, victory against the Colts, which right. we, you and I were at, but yep. he was the spark in that he game was, yeah. that he... everybody got behind, and they're like, wow, we, you know what? We're, we're moving the ball. Things are looking good. And it, it was because of plays that KJ was right. was making, so um, but you, but you really think... really excited for him. And 
so you know me. I'm a fantasy player. You are. And we've had our, our listeners clamoring for some fantasy uh, episodes, and we're not going to get that this year. You know, give the Bob Barker. But we are going to have some highlights here. Um, All right. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and look at my best ball. Uh, exposure on underdog, and we all know I do a fair amount of drafts. Um, uh, yeah, just, a few. Just throughout the season, I I don't know. So this is out of twenty-one teams, so twenty-one drafts, right? And this is percentage drafted of a of of all the players that I've drafted, and who is number one on that list? KJ Osborne. Forty-three percent of my teams have KJ Osborne. Wow! On it. And that is because he's such a value late in these drafts, and he is going to put up borderline a thousand yards. Like I've got him for eight hundred yards. It's probably more like nine hundred yards and eight eight plus touchdowns. Right. And that is, to get that in the. In your redraft leagues, free sure. basically. I mean, people aren't drafting KJ there, right? But but in best ball, give me that all day long because he's going to have a few spike weeks where he gets 120 and two. Well, um, and, it's going to happen twice this year where he exceeds 120 yards and two touchdowns. And as we saw from the 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 quarterback documentary, Kirk has a loyalty thing with his receivers, so he has a loyalty and a comfortability mm-hmm. level. And I think he has that with KJ. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he lost it with Adam Thielen. And so then he stopped throwing to him. Yeah. And, you know, you, you and I argued all the time last year that Adam's open, Adam's open, Adam's open. But I think there was a confidence level or a, 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 a uh, just a, I don't want to throw it to you anymore because for whatever reason. So, um, interestingly enough, I think he... He took that and he placed mm-hmm. it on KJ. As we saw in the Indianapolis game, as we saw in, in multiple games, there was that he his comfortability level with KJ went way up. So I think you're right. He's going to get a lot more targets. Yeah. Now, what he does with it, I think his yak is great. Mm-hmm. Um, he he does something with the ball once he mm-hmm. catches it. It's mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. not that mm-hmm. JJ doesn't. Oh well, you but JJ is a different type of receiver. JJ is the best receiver in the league. We right. we don't even need to debate about right. anything about JJ. Right, but runs the KJ's, best routes, late hands. Right. he's yeah. the best. So, um, what I want to give you, Matt, for for our fantasy football listeners, by position, the one player that I'm picking at each position because I really want them, and I think they're going to outperform their peers within that position. Yeah. So quarterback, um, the quarterback that I am targeting and and getting um, pretty much more than than anybody else, um, Daniel Jones. Wow. Um, I'm a big running quarterback guy, and Daniel Jones, this is his year. Uh, to be my running quarterback choice. And I, I think that he's been surrounded by a little bit more of a stable wide receiver core. You give him Darren Waller um, a, as a tight end, and you've got Saquon back for another year. So Daniel Jones is going to be my quarterback. Um, running back, uh, this one is uh, Delvin's uh, half-brother. Uh, from Buffalo, another cook. I want um, everything uh, to do with him. He is is electric there in Buffalo, and I I don't I just he catches the passes. He's gonna get um, the the receiving yards. I just I feel feel really good about that and i'm going to he's going in the sixth round right now cook i i think that i'm gonna bump him up to the fifth and i've got him in recent drafts and and i'm as my flex position so super excited for that wide receiver uh it's it's uh 
Jahan Dotson from uh, the Washington Commanders. Uh, I like what Sam Howell does there as a quarterback, and he's better than people think. Uh, Church is really big on Sam Howell this year, but I am uh, a Dotson fan. I actually like Dotson two to three rounds later, uh, average draft position, compared to his running mate and Terry McLaurin. I think Dotson or, or Jahan Dotson is a big time player, and I would not be surprised if he exceeds 1,200 receiving yards and double digit touchdowns. And tight end-wise, I'm going to go back to an old standby who's been a top two, three, four tight end in the league. Kyle Rudolph. No. No, I don't know that he's in the NFL anymore. What? I know, it's a travesty. Um, I'm going to take George Kittle as my... And here's why. Brock Purdy is your quarterback for the 49ers, and he loved him some George Kittle. Well, he did because George was always open, and, and he was his He outs. was healthy, and yeah. he was on the field. And so if George Kittle stays healthy this year, he will be if, – if George Kittle plays 15 games this year, which I know like that over-under is set at like probably 12, right? Right, right. So saying he's going to play 15 games is outlandish. George Kittle – Bold prediction, your number one tight end in the NFL fantasy football. Wow. More than Travis Kelsey, more than... More than Darren Waller, more than Hawkinson, more than Mark Andrews. And and I know that that's not that big of a deal, right? Because he's a top top five tight end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But But he's also older. Well, he's he's a little bit younger than Kittle. Um, Kittle. Who? Or, I, I'm sorry. Kelsey. Um, Kelsey, yep. yeah. And he's a little bit older than Mark Andrews, but I'm going to bake in that he's going to stay healthy, and George Kittle has put up elite, like, 160-yard three-touchdown games, and he's going to be consistent this year with Purdy as the quarterback. All right. Get yourself I, some George Kittle. You do realize that we record these and that we have it on record now that you said that and that we are... We can come back to this later, at the end of the season, yeah, and go. I'm, I'm fully aware, right. and I think Kittle is the number one tight end to end the fantasy season. Fantasy, yeah, yeah. Maybe not number one as all tight ends go, but fantasy wise. All right. Well, they, if he finishes number one fantasy wise, he does everything else. Yeah, so sure. well, he's the best tight end in the game if he finishes with that. Fantasy all right. Wise. Well. I don't agree with you. I think Travis Kelsey is he's a favorite target of Mahomes and, and I think he's gonna be continue to be that and there's nothing stopping that juggernaut right now. So um Hoggins is probably, he's he's a good target too, but I think there's there's um, that's that gonna be highly dependent on the Minnesota offense. So anyway, wait I mean it's a it's not super bold, but it's bold enough. Well, we got some sports coming Did up here. Did you just call it Super Bold? I'll come up with something Super Bold next week. Yeah, you will. Yeah, I like that. Super Bold. Yeah. Because it's not saying the thing that we can't say. Yeah. Uh, it's it's say- a Super Bold prediction. A Super Bold prediction for sure. Yeah. Um, Tune in next week for our Super Bowl predictions and our Super Bowl predictions. And maybe our Super Bowl prediction will be our Super Bowl prediction. Who knows? I don't... Well, one of those you can't say, but... No, you can say it. It's fine. Can you? You just pl- did. You listen to the opener. Yeah, well, but we had a full orchestra here. They've, I think they've left. It's kind of dark up. Um, I don't see the sun anymore or the moon. <laughs> I don't. There's a glitch in the matrix somewhere. Yeah, we're um, screwed. Well, you're right. We we but we try to avoid you know copyrighted material. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, we got lots of sports coming up, and it's uh, good to be back on the podcast. We'll continue this on a more regular basis. Thank- like every week, because and, the NFL is yeah. here, and that's where this podcast makes our money. Right. So, so catch us on Facebook at Sports on the Porch, or on Twitter. At MN Sports on Porch. Yes, and Skull Vikes. Win Twins. Sky Uma. Roll the ball. Let's go, go, Let's go. All right. Have a great evening, everybody. And we will see you next time.